All right, episode 14, Midwest Baseball Ranks podcast coming at you. You can find us on iTunes, on Spotify, on our website, MidwestBaseballRanks.com. We are presented by none other than Joey's Red Hots, my favorite hot dog spot in all the land. Locations in Illinois all over, Orland Park, New Lenox, Morgan Park, Chicago area, Crest Hill, Riverdale coming soon. Best in holiday catering. I get my holiday parties from Joey's Red Hots every single time. Multiple pans, multiple pizzas, because I know it's going to be the best. I know it's going to impress. Okay? You're looking for a food truck? This is your spot. They have five food trucks. You see them all over. You see them at tournaments. You see them at weddings. This is the spot. And I'm telling you, if you go into these locations, my favorite, without a doubt, is the double Euro burger every single time with a fry. My kid's favorite cheese pizza. He loves that cheese pizza. It's just one of his favorite around the best it's the absolute best good service good prices good good everything this is the spot i'm telling you it's the best chicago hot dog around okay i can guarantee you you get a hot dog from them you're gonna walk away happy not only the service the great food good people good energy this is the spot joey's red hots go check them out guys right now joey's red that's joey's red locations all over uh we got a tournament cup coming up in april in oak forest area and uh joey's red hots just down the street about 15 minutes away this is gonna be your spot joey's red hots in orland park make sure you check it out that's the original the og that's my spot they got they got the hot dog joint they got the pizza joint they got the gelato joint right next door it's a whole experience so go check them out joey's red hots for all your needs All right, everybody, episode 14, Midwest Baseball Ranks. You're back at it with us, Jim and Andrew. Andrew and Jim, you guys are getting used to us now. Andrew, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Let's get at it. Yeah, let's I'm not, ready. Let's not mess around this time. Let's just go right into it. Right into it. Here man, we go. Nah. <laughs> go right now. How was your week, man? How, how, what have you been up to this week? Just waking up, <clears throat> just dreaming about baseball all night. Uh what we are at negative eight degrees this morning mm-hmm. over yep, here. Yep. I, I'm sure you know how it is. Yep, yep. It, when it hits you, it comes right to us. Only we get the lake effect as it comes through. So we, uh, yeah, no, we, we are nice and buttered up. But I see our dude Mark Paul down in Florida just living the dream down yeah. there. It must be nice, man. They're out there guardian yeah, yeah. baseball, right. just having fun, driving Ferraris just, in the sun and stuff, yeah, and we're up here yeah. freezing our asses off. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the invite, Mark. I thought we were better than that. I thought yeah, we were cool. Right. I mean, <laughs> those Guardian baseball guys, those good people over there, they couldn't give us an invite. That's all right. Next year. Next year. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll just do a live show from Florida next year. Yeah. We- yeah, we'll do it from the Ferrari and everything like that. <laughs> Ferrari, I'm going to ask for a Bentley with the with what they're bringing in, man. I know, man. Must be nice. But they're, yeah, they're killing it over there. So good to see them having some fun. Um, I, I'm just ready for baseball season, man. This this cold weather, I'm done with it. I'm I, it can't come soon enough. Yep. Yeah. I I I agree. I agree with you. Um, you know, I, I just I, I'm tired of indoor practices. Yo, so shout out to all you southern teams that keep on practicing outside us northern teams i'm tired of the indoor practices i talk to a lot of coaches around here that are tired of the indoor practices parents are tired of the indoor practices we're ready to scrimmage we're ready right. to get at it so you know what here's the deal 
you got a tournament coming up. Yes, sir. We're, that's a, that's a good lead. You 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 play that, or that just <laughs> I'm, happened I'm, like that? Look, man, I'm 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 starting to feel it a little bit. You know, every <laughs> once in a while, I can like I I kind of feel myself, and I say, you know what, that sounds like it would be a good plug. So we're we'll plug away. Yeah, let's do it, man. So uh, for those of you listening here, we uh, we've been on, on behind the scenes working on uh, some some invite only tournaments here. Uh, we got an eleven U invite only tournament June third, June. June 5th. June 3rd through June 5th up in Muskego, Wisconsin, which is just outside Milwaukee. And, uh, you know, this is a, it's an invite only. It's a true invite only. And Andrew, I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say anything out there, but to me, this is the only true invite only tournament that you'll see in the Midwest. And, you know, there may be some that I don't know of, but this was a true invite only. No one knows about it unless the teams got invited. There wasn't anything on our website about it. There was nothing out there. There was no request and invite. There was nothing like it. It was, hey, these are yeah. the teams we're going after. And, this is this is what it is and uh to me that's what you know we're trying to build here and and that's what i think is special when you have a true invite only tournament like i said nobody knew about it besides the teams that were invited that's unheard of right yeah no you 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 don't hear about that because even if it's a true invite only quote i'm doing the air quotes right now eventually they can't fill it and they need to still ask at that point so now it, it becomes a invite but they need to open it up to other teams because certain teams are saying no and so it's not really a true invite anymore and then eventually enough teams will say no and then they got to really open it up so really only about six of them are invites but this one here you picked out your teams that you wanted and maybe you got a couple of no's but you had backups and they all said yes, and I think that just speaks volumes to what what we're trying to build here and the respect that we're getting outside of of, of our podcast um, and and the recognition that we're getting. People know that we're going to put on a good product. People know that that it's we're going to be fair and just in everything that that happens. And you know what? If it's not. People know that they can come to us and say, hey, man, that that was a really bad experience. We don't anticipate that happening, but they know that they can come to us. And they also know that, and you'll hear it from from Tabor here later in the show, (laughs) but you – you know they're gonna know that we are genuinely trying to make this a positive experience for the kids and the kids alone so no offense to the parents and the coaches it's about your kids and right. that's that's what we're trying to build here yeah you nailed it and you know i i want to spill some more details about stuff we're doing at the tournament i'm gonna hold off on that the one thing i am going to mention that we are doing is um you know this tournament and any other thing that we do in the future we are doing true live draws for your tournament for your schedules you're going to see it we're going to do a live broadcast on youtube uh it'll be broadcast for everyone there you're going to know who you're playing right then and there and it's going to be a true blind draw uh you know shout out to my guy rick goff from tbs who kind of gave me this idea he does it in person which i think is awesome um but you know ours is going to be online uh and i think that's the way most tournaments should be man i mean we've all been in those situations where we think our team's getting screwed and um you know, I, we've all had those situations. So it's like, to me, this was important to do. I think it's important for the teams. I think it's important for the parents, everything like that. So that's one thing that we're going to be doing. We're going to be drawing the teams who you're playing with. But uh, like I said, this is a true invite-only tournament. And uh, I, I got to get into the 12 teams <coughs> I got confirmed. And, you know, so do we it. maxed it at 12. It, um, yes, do That's it. what we want to do next year. We'll expand a little bit. Again, though, this is, uh, you know, true invite-only. And, uh, 
Let's hop into it, man. This this is a loaded yeah. field, ain't it? Hey, hey, this is your baby. You announce the teams. <laughs> yeah, you do it, man. I don't. You do it. I, I guys, I came on to this late, and this is something that that Jim has been working on now for months and months and months, and trying to make this perfect and find the best facility that he could find for these teams. And I just. You know, kudos to you, Jim, for being so resilient on, on making sure that all these teams are going to play good teams and they're going to have a good experience. So kudos to you on that. So this is your baby. You announce those teams. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. And yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about is doing it for the kids. And uh, shout out to Premier Baseball who helped me put this together. Um, you know, like I said, it's the only true mid uh, invite only tournament in the Midwest. And I think it's arguably the best tournament in the midwest if not second best behind super select i think we go toe-to-toe with them um so let's kick it off man uh so we're gonna start i got cangelosi sparks gutierrez's team out of illinois uh cangelosi sparks obviously one of the top programs in the entire midwest they do a great job over there uh benny elite out of wisconsin we had joe benny on with us a couple weeks ago great guy uh they came in at number 50 on our rankings midwest rankings uh over to the chicagoland area west inglewood tigers came in at number 30 two on our rankings and uh that's a great ball club uh all ages scrappy just good ball players well coached just uh just a real good team uh 27 bartlett rebels another great team got some uh great pitching some big boys there that could hit the ball all over uh phenom baseball number 21 in the midwest and this is a team that's on the rise this is a strong team uh loaded with pitching and uh this don't be surprised if they crack the top 10. Um, Milwaukee Angels White, which were number 19 in our Midwest rankings. Uh, this this team smacks the ball all over the place and uh, have a couple of nice new additions to their team, and they're going to be loaded. Uh, number 17, uh, Kansas City Sparks North, which is Hernandez's team, which used to be Stoppers Baseball. Uh, another f- fantastic team and play hard, good defense. They're, they're fun to watch. Uh, Quad City Heat out of Iowa, number 15 in our Midwest rankings. They're they're a team too. They smack the ball all over the place, man. They'll put up 20 on you, and uh, you know they they hit the ball all over. Uh, Milwaukee Angels Red, number eight in our Midwest rankings, and this team has one of the best pitching staffs I've seen in, in the entire Midwest. They're strong. They got lefties, uh, breaking balls, just filthy pitching. Uh, number six, we got Upper Deck Cougars out of Illinois, another strong team that's been together a few years and uh, just a well coached team and you know do it all good pitching good fielding good hitting uh number four top tier michigan your neck of the woods you know about them that's a good good team you know you know our michigan boys are going to show out that's 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 my early pick right now out of your tournament that come on top tier don't (laughs) you got to represent for us michigan boys come on yeah i think they will man we've talked uh to uh, Dave over there, and you know his team's going to be ready, and uh, Ryan Needham actually he was on the podcast too. They got a heck of a team, and um, you know, and they're not even the highest rated team we got in coming, so we have the number one team in the Midwest from last year, your Ohio City Baseball Club, uh, French's team over there. That's just, I mean, we don't even need to talk about them. We've talked about them enough. They are just a hell of a team, and we're excited to have them at this tournament. That's a you know, that's a big thing to get the number one team in the Midwest. Coming all the way from Ohio to Wisconsin for a tournament, I think that sh- that shows what we're building here, and it's uh-huh. it's it's going to be a success, and it's on its way to, you know, it's, it's there already. You, you've got a team coming all that way for, uh, and mind you, it's only a Friday, Saturday, Sunday tournament, so it's not like it's a week-long tournament and they're making the trip. They're coming up here because they know 
they are going to see the top competition in one of the best tournaments of the year. Yeah, I agree. It, uh, nothing else to say. Right. We know. <laughs> we know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited for this, man. I, I can't yeah. wait. And I got a lot of things that we'll be talking about in the next couple of weeks and, um, you know, what what's to come at the tournaments. We got some big things going on. But like I said, you're not going to find a better tournament in the Midwest no. than this. This is loaded. It's tough no. teams, good teams, good coaching. Uh, and, you know, that's another thing that goes into this. So we're not just looking for, hey, are you the number one ranked team, number two ranked team, or three ranked team? That's it's not what it's all about. It's it's about how you handle yourselves. Do you have good kids? Do you have good coaches? Good parents? It's the little things too that go into this, you know. And I'm not saying there are teams like this, but I don't I don't want your team representing my tournament and being a top tournament if you know the parents are crazy or the coaches are crazy or the kids don't know how to act you know we're trying to set an example here and do things better for the travel baseball so those little things yeah. are important then those will get you invites too you know it's yeah. not just your talent you you stole my thunder because where i was going with this is is that the one thing that i recognize on all of those teams benny elite ohio city all of them they're high character yep. coaches. You know, Benny Elite, you know, he's one of the highest character coaches in the Midwest. Yep. Like that that's what they preach. Their parents have taught them that. You heard it on our 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 show a few episodes ago. You know, it's just failure is a recipe is a stepping stone to success. It's something that I I've been going off of you know, it's just it's high character teams, and and when we say that, look, you're gonna play top competition, obviously, you know, one through one and four and six and and twenty one and fifty, you know, in the Midwest, and and anybody can say that all these teams are gonna be up near the top in the Midwest, no matter what rankings they have them in, and that's not even. There's some teams that aren't ranked in the top 50 that are going that probably should be. Right. right. And but but what we're talking about is it's a high character tournament. It is it is these coaches are teaching these kids the right way to play the game, the right way to handle themselves. That's what makes this tournament one of the best, if not the best, in the Midwest this year. And Good Lord, I really hope you open it up to multiple age groups in the future. I know that that's something that you may be talking about. I, I You kind of keep that close to the vest even <laughs> for me and stuff, so I, I hope you do. But it's just that that's what I'm looking for in a tournament. As a coach, I'm looking for a tournament that's going to be high-character people. That's where I want to go. That's where I want my boys to be around that's it's just got to be that anything less than that i'm not interested agreed agreed i'm with you a thousand percent and you talk about betting elite they're a perfect example they were number 50 in our rankings in the midwest and uh kansas sparks gutierrez his team you know just outside the 50 and uh, those are two teams that are well coached good people that we want to be around so you nailed it with that and another thing too it's those those things are so important when it comes to this game we need these people in there and also so when i went looking for the teams that i wanted to 
I went and asked where where teams are going. I looked where you're going. I looked on Game Changer, and if you know if these are good fits for you, you know I felt like that was a, a team that I would attack. So you know, Kansas City Sparks Gutierrez is a great example. You know, they were not in our top 50 Midwest rankings, but it's a good ball club. I've seen play. Um, they went toe to toe Milwaukee Angels Red last year. They're they're a good team. I looked at their schedule, and it's absolutely loaded. So to me, that's like, well, this team thinks they're good rightfully so and they want to play against good teams so why would i not invite them if that's what they want and that's their goal and you know so those little things are important and uh like i said i'm so excited for this june 3rd through june 5th like i said we've never talked about this on a podcast we've never had it on our website it's never been on any of our social media so it's the first you're hearing about it and like i said i guarantee you this is going to be one of the top tournaments in midwest um and i'm excited to talk about it more and we'll get into it we'll get into predictions in that in the next couple weeks and uh next week's episode andrew we're gonna do a little surprise for them too because i cooked up a a 12 u invite only tournament too on the same weekend so we're gonna be releasing those teams on next week's episode uh for the 12 u invite only tournament up in muskego wisconsin same weekend um we'll get into those teams next weekend but uh, in other words tune in next week that's, yes, that's what he's saying. You better. They better come back. After hearing the, that news of that loaded tournament, you're going to want to hear who's coming at 12 you, mm-hmm. right? Oh, 100%. I, I, guys, I'm telling you, I have no idea. He has not told me <laughs> who, who who's going. So I'm going to hear it when you hear it. I guarantee it. So I'm, I'm just as pumped about it. So can we just start recording that show... Now, no, 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 but not until next week. <laughs> not until next week. One at a time. We got to get these audience coming back, man. We got to give them something to look forward to. <laughs> but uh, now I got more information to come on that. We're going to get it on our social soon. And uh, like I said, only true invite only tournament in Midwest, Midwest baseball ranks. That's where you heard it from. So, um, with that being said, let, let's hop over into another topic here. And yeah. uh, it's top of mind for me. It's top of mind for you, I imagine. Uh, I got to talk about it. You know, it's a travel baseball podcast, but we got to talk about some uh, some Major League Baseball. And you didn't give me – you asked me about it before we hopped on the show, and you didn't tell me your opinion on it at all. So, I'm interested to see – you you take this over because you, you didn't want to spill anything. So, I, I know no, what's man, going on with no. you. So, what do you want to talk about here? Okay, so first and foremost, congratulations goes out to David Ortiz, who got elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. But there's always controversy. Sure is. With the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yep. You got people that that probably should be in the Hall of Fame that are not. Shout out to my Detroit Tiger, Lou Whitaker, who should absolutely 1,000% be in the Hall of Fame. Do they still have a baseball team in Detroit? Hey, easy. <laughs> We're coming back. I know we you are guys coming are. back. That's why I had Case, to get my shot in right now. Hey. Casey Mize, look, man, you be, your little White Sox better yeah. watch out because we're coming for you, baby. Well, that I had to get it in now before you guys are good in a year or two. I had, this was the time I had to. A I'm year sorry. or two, it's this year. No, we're get coming out of here. back Come on. this year. This year we will be a wild card team. No, just wait and see. Oh, no, I'll take that wait bet right now. Let's do wait them. and see. Right, I'm taking I'll that bet. I bet you a bag. I'll bet you a bag of dill pickle sunflower seeds. Uh, you throw on. Uh, Miller Light, and you got yourself a deal. All right, let's do it. Deal. deal. Let's do it. <laughs> Virtual handshake. Yes, sir. All right. So, yo, back to Lou Whitaker. Lou Whitaker, Alan Trammell, one of the greatest duos to 
ever do it. They should have been elected on the same ballot, okay? For some reason, he's not in there. My question is to you, okay? Obviously, Barry Bonds, Kurt Schilling, y'all. Um, Sammy Sosa. Who, Sammy Sosa, y'all. Who else? Uh, Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. I mean, Roger Clemens, for the love of Pete's sake, he owns he owns the record for most Cy Youngs. Right, right. Okay. One of the best and of let's all time. not even talk about Pete Rose. Right. Greatest hitter of all time. Arguably. Right. So my question is this. Those guys, bad boys. Media portrayed them as bad boys. In your opinion... I think you might be shocked with mine. I don't know yet. Do you think integrity of the game, or integrity as a person outside of baseball, do you think, Jim, that that should be a determining factor in in the Hall of Fame battle? It's a tough question, and the way you word it makes it even tougher, too. So you're not just like... When someone says steroids, it's so much easier to answer. Um, but now you're, you're, you're putting the integrity on there, and we're an integrity podcast, so you're putting me in a tough position here. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're trying to teach everyone the right way here. But um, that's a tough question, man. And I, I got to go with they deserve to be in the hall. I, to me, Barry Bonds is the the best player of all time until 10 years from now when Mike Trout takes that away. I, Barry Bonds was the guy, man, for so long. Um Kurt Schilling had his run-ins, um, you know, political, whatever that may be. and But, again, just another guy. Roger Clemens, too. We just talked about one of the best pitchers of all time. It's it's a it's a fine line. You know, it, so my biggest thing is I think we have people voting for it that shouldn't be voting for the Hall of Fame. Um, you got all these old baseball writers that just aren't up with the times nowadays. And I think that's the biggest problem, in my opinion, is – do we have the right guys voting? And it, the problem is they're they're so simple-minded, they're never going to change their opinion, no matter what. You, they, you can read, you can study, whatever. They will never change their opinion, and that's why Barry Bonds is not in the Hall of Fame. And I think he shouldn't. I think people have changed their opinions over the years. His voting has gone up because certain people have. But those, those old-timers, they're just never going to do it. So to me, the, my answer is yes, I think they should be in the Hall of Fame. I think there is some sort of line what that line is i don't quite know but i know the guys that did not get in the bonds the Schilling, the clemens the pete rose none of those guys hit that line for me and i know it's a it's a a, a fine line but um what's your thoughts on it are you on my same page here or what nope no so, no okay all right so this is this is where i'm going with it okay a baseball related Okay, yeah, it's hard to argue, right? Baseball related, all right? And I do think, I will agree with you on a majority of the players that they should be in the Hall. Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame, hands down. Right. Okay, I mean, single seat. Whether he did it on steroids or not, he had to hit a round ball with a round bat. Right. Okay, it is harder than you think even with steroids yep. all right yep. uh roger clemens how are you gonna keep that man out he literally holds a record for the most cy youngs right 
Okay, there's no justification of it. All right. Um, But there's a couple of players. Sammy Sosa should probably. I'm wishy washy on Sammy Sosa. And I know you're a Chicago guy. I hate the Cubs, so. I know, but. Get him out of here. Yeah. Like, let's let's be honest. What did he really do except for that one year where it was a home run battle that, that, quite frankly, the only one that did it pure was Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah, yep. And that year, it was between Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, that's that's who it was going between, and it ended up going to Mark McGuire that that year. However, he was juicing, and Sammy was. Ken Griffey Jr. didn't. Right. So, so if you're gonna ask me about Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa, I, you can. I, I I care less about either of those two players. Well, let me ask you something on that on that topic right there between the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, which was electric, right? I mean, I remember mm-hmm. watching every single game. Oh, 100%. It was unbelievable. I, I remember watching Mark McGuire break it. Right. And, I, well, yeah. and, and do it. Like, I remember yep. I remember I was on – it. obviously, I was a kid still. Right. So, I was sitting on the couch in yep. my parents' living room yep. and – like sitting on the edge of my couch yep. on my parents' living room, like waiting for that to happen because you just if it, the stadium was electric. Oh yeah, yes. Like you knew it was going to happen. Right. So Go here's on. the here's the problem though. So that was like the biggest moment in, in baseball history. Arguably, mm-hmm. that race was so everyone right. wanted to watch it. Even your casual right. fans that don't right. watch baseball. So these people that are voting for the Hall of Fame were all these these magazine and newspaper writers from that era that were making money off of this this race that kept them in business and now they're not yeah. going to vote for these guys that that helped pay their bills i agree with those two that's i i agree with not letting those two in i i 100 even if sure. they're making even if they're making money off of them and so that record should not have been broken by 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 one of those two guys. That record should have still stood until Barry Bonds broke it. Barry Bonds had a much deeper resume yeah, no doubt. than those two players. I do not agree with those two players going in. And quite frankly, I don't really, and this is where it's going to go really crazy. Uh-oh. I don't really agree with Pete Rose going in either. I take, no, come on, Andrew. I don't. I don't. Look, but I understand that, 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 that betting is now part of the game, right? I get that. I understand that. But at that time... It was not, and that that's the integrity of the game right there. I mean, you saw it. You saw, what was that college basketball team that, or no, right? Yeah, there yeah, was some college. Blue UNL, Chips. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. You, yeah first of all, Blue, Blue Chips, I mean, they were paying for recruits, right? Yeah, that's an oh, integrity yeah. thing. What happened? Right In the movie, obviously, it's a right. movie, everybody out there. I get that. But what ended up happening? It, it they got everything apart. stripped. Yep, yep. Right, because that wasn't allowed. Now it's allowed. Right. right, right. But it wasn't allowed then. So here's the thing, Pete. I love Pete Rose. He's one of my all-time favorite players. I just can't get past the fact that he bet on, bet against his team sometimes, and and all that. And it's never really come out. But I mean, he he was betting on the games. Right, right. No, there's no doubt about that. It's just it's hard to. I don't know. It may be just it, just being a pure baseball fan. You kind of just overlook these things. And, like, 
I don't want to look at it. I, I'm just going to ignore it. So and that's, that's kind of where that's I'm where at. I, so, so the other person that, that, okay, so let's get back on track here. Sammy Sosa, no. I'm fine. Well, yeah. Mark McGuire, no. Okay. I, I'm good with Barry Bonds because of everything else that he did. You know, he had so much more. Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire it didn't even have numbers close to what no, Barry Bonds did at the end of his career. Okay, so so like Barry Bonds, I'm cool. I'm 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 okay. I'm okay with that. You know, and it never really truly came out that he took steroids. There's like it's more of an assumption that he did, and they did tests, and nothing was really proven and stuff. The other two did, and they even admitted it. Okay, right. so like they're out. All right. The other one I don't agree with is is like don't. Kurt Schilling should not be in the Hall of Fame. Period. Because of the way he acts? Um, it's a combination. He was only good in the postseason. Yeah, postseason sure, his bloody, shot, his bloody sock, sure. Yeah, no, put that in the Hall of Fame. I don't care. It might be right? fake. People think it's right. fake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but what else did he do? I mean... Honestly, like during the season, besides being a complete head case here and there, like what else did he do? I mean, even his own teammates didn't like him. I no, mean, there's true. reports that his own teammates didn't like him. So so as an integrity thing, how are you going to let him in? You can't let him in. But uh, is it at the end of the day, is it an integrity Hall of Fame or is it a baseball Hall of Fame? It's it, yeah, People say Bonds was a jerk, you know? Yeah, I I get it. I guess, look, and maybe I'm digging myself in a hole. I don't know. No. But I guess my thing is that I can overlook certain things. Sure, sure. But when statements are made on social media and all this, this is what I keep on telling my kid all the time. Stay off of the social media (laughs) stuff. Like, you don't need to say anything. Anybody goes to my social media accounts, guess what they're going to see? They're going to see a bunch of Midwest baseball ranks. (laughs) They're going to see stuff about my baseball team. They're going to see happy birthday to my kids. And that's it. I, I do not air out my political beliefs i do not air out anything else so just don't do it you know it's just like an athlete right now or quite frankly anybody like if you're drinking get an uber that's right how many times do people got to hear that right henry ruggs man like you had everything going for you right you're a multi-millionaire and you play for a multi-billionaire owner all that needed to happen was a simple phone call, and he would have called Mark Paul and told him to take his Ferrari <laughs> all the way to Las Vegas and go pick him up, man. Like, it's that simple, right? right? Yep. But, like, that's what I'm talking about with Kurt Schilling. Just why say it? Right. No, Like, I you don't have to. And, and, look, LeBron James is one of my all-time favorite basketball players. And I know you're an Illinois guy, so I know that the GOAT to you is Michael Jordan. I right. get that. Okay, he's not to me. All right, LeBron is is the best all-around basketball player. Okay, all-around. I'm not talking about shooting guard. I'm talking all-around basketball player. Michael Jordan can't play center. Okay, but I got a problem with him because he airs out all of his beliefs on social media. Right. Just stop. Please, stop. And that's where my problem is with... With, that's that's where my problem is with 
uh, you know, with with Kurt Schilling That's is, fair. is you just you just at some point you gotta you gotta know when to stop and and what are we teaching our kids if we let them go in? Sure. No, that's fair. I, I get it. And I'm not even going to go into the MJ debate with you on that. We'll save that for next off season or something. But so another question about the Hall of Fame. I, I, I will end up on on this one. So do you think do you think David Ortiz is the first ballot Hall of Famer? No, hundred percent. No, I agree no. With you on that. Here's the thing. I, I'm sorry to David Ortiz. Congratulations to David Ortiz again. However, you get cut from a team. And, and not even just any team. And me and you can agree with this right. one. You yeah. get cut from the Minnesota freaking Twins. In the, the 90s. The Twinkies. Yeah, right. In the 90s. Yeah. yeah. When, when all they had was Kirby Puckett at the end of his career. Yep. Okay. They I'm, were not good. So you got cut from that team. You're not a first ballot Hall of Famer. You're a, you need a weight like Barry Bonds had a weight. And you'll go in on the last one. Unfortunately for Barry Bonds, he didn't go in. Right, right. I agree. Yeah, he, he's definitely a Hall of Famer, um, but he's not first ballot Hall of Fame. And and you the, know what? The pro- he was juicing. I bet you he was juicing too at some oh, point. Dude, Jim, the problem is here is that, and this is where I'm going to defend you on this, okay, and defend your belief on this. They were out to stop. Barry Bonds and Kurt Schilling and and all those guys, they were out there to make sure that they didn't get right. put in. But they had to put somebody in. Right. So, eh, we'll just put David Ortiz in. You know, they could have done the right thing and said, eh, we'll just probably put David Ortiz and Barry Bonds in and say, hey, it was a big time hitting year. That we're putting these guys in, you know, but I just, there's, there's two players out of that that I just, I can't, I I just can't because they've been so outspoken and they, I just, I just can't, I I, can't put them in. I get it. I get where you're coming from. It makes sense. It's good points. Um, I, you know, I disagree a little bit, but I I get your point. So um, again, I, I, my biggest thing is I think we have the wrong people voting and I mm-hmm. also think more people should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think there should ever be a year where you get no people in. That's that's me. Um, One question I have for you. Yeah. Who do you think should vote then? Should the players be voting for them? I, who do you think should vote? If yeah. the media is not going to vote for them, who's going to vote? I mean, half the. I mean, if you get in one beef, it's all freaking judgmental, right? right? Like you're all judging somebody. If you get in a beef with anybody, you're not going in on their ballot. So who should vote? Yeah, so I, I, I think I don't have a problem with the media voting, but I think it has to be a, a, a turntable. Like you sit on this board for 10 years or something, not you're yeah. sitting on this board for 50 years. You're an 80-year-old dude who... The, the game has changed. The game has changed from the 60s and the 70s. It's a completely different game. We gotta, we you have to have some new voters come in. So you have these old timers that just, like I said, they won't get out of their ways, and you will not force them out of their ways. So maybe you sit on the board for 10 years or whatever that number is. But I don't. So I don't think the media is the problem. I just think it's got to be a rotating cast, or you know, you have your term, like a, a presidency type of term, or yeah. eight years, whatever it may be. But you can't be on the, this thing for 30 years. Come on, the game has changed. I, man. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think if if they just rotated it every ten years, or heck, even every five years, would probably be better. Sure. And just just let the new guys vote. We all grew up with it. 
Right. <laughs> you know, right. I'll vote. Give me a vote. Yeah. I'll vote. Right. Well, can you imagine if the, one, a couple of these guys make it to like 90s and you got to vote on guys? I'm trying to think of like someone like, I don't know. I'm trying to think like Marcus Stroman or something who's like very vocal and energetic. Yeah. Someone like that. They're not, they're not voting for him. And like Fernando they, Tatis. Yeah, right. Are they going to vote for Fernando Tatis with bad foot? No. Hell no. Right, no. which is completely unfair. So it's like, oh, here's here's the big one. Okay, last point. This is my question. Yeah, for you. Okay, this is a good. Bring this it. is a fun question. Bring All right. It. All right. Does Altuve oh. get in because of the situation with with the banging of the trash cans and all that? Does Altuve and does uh, he's our manager now? Jeez, Luis. Uh, I can't think of his name either. I think he's one of the best managers in baseball. Right, I, I know. the Sox got him. Um, yeah. Do, do they mind. get in? Uh, so, I I think if Altuve stays on the pace he's at. A.J. Hinch. A.J. Sorry. Hinch, yes. I think Hinch is out. Um, I just think people won't be able to overlook it. Um, Altuve, I think he probably gets in because it was technically, I'm doing air quotes here, one year, right, that it happened for him. Maybe two, so you can kind of overlook that. Um, and did it truly? And I'm I'm against what happened, but I think he gets in if he stays on this pace. I think they overlook it. But again, it depends who's voting. So um, mm-hmm. it, it that's what it comes with down this to. crew with this media. Does he get in? Ooh. I'm saying no. With this I, if media, it's this media, not. it's no. Right, I I agree with you on that. If it's this same that we have right now, yeah, probably not because they don't look past anything. It's right. You've got. And I f- would disagree with them on that one. Right, and and you know what? I, I got a soft spot for uh, the guys that have changed their votes from four years ago to now that were yeah. against bonds and against bonds and against bonds, and then they finally changed it and opened up. And to me, that's like you know what? That's that's change, and that's what. But we is need. that a pity vote at that point, though? Like, it's his last true, year. True. Is it a pity vote now? Yeah. Like, eh, well, I mean, there's really no other good vote. So, yeah, sure, why not? Right, right. But so I think it's, it's how you handle it. So if you were openly about it, like trying to change it, putting it on your social media, is like, hey, I'm voting for bonds and this is two months out, then you're trying, you're trying at least. But yeah. if you're like last minute, like, oh, I voted for bonds, knowing he had no chance to get in, then you weren't part of the change. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That was well, good, man. I like that. Yeah, let's let's move on a little bit. Can we? How many trainers does your kid have? Your dad? Yeah. How many trainers does he have? So we have a hitting trainer. We have a pitching trainer. Um, shout out Mark Dorn, our hitting instructor, and uh, my guy Lonnie uh, for our pitching. So yeah, we got two. We got a hitting. We got a pitching. Um, all that good stuff. What about how you? How many days a week does he go? Does he go all year? Yeah, we take a couple months off. Um, for pitching, we take a couple months off. We try to do hitting most of the time. Depends on the money, man. That's uh, that's mm-hmm. how that goes. We, you know how it is. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Chris Harrison. He's my son's hitting coach. Um, up here, he used to used to coach for Team USA and everything. So shout out to him. And you know, we have a really good pitching coach, Kyle Roberts. Um, that that Austin will go see every once in a while. I, I'm just kind of curious, you know. We're so serious about baseball. Our kids are so serious about baseball. Do you think every once in a while maybe we could overdo it with all of our extra coaches? Like, here's my thing. Okay, so I'm a coach. I am a huge proponent of going to see outside trainers. Yep. Huge proponent of it. Okay, like please go because I can't do everything. 
all the time during practice. However, sometimes, you know, like every once in a while I sit back and I'm like, maybe my kid just wants to be a kid every once in a while. No, it's you know, not allowed. Of it's going, not allowed yeah. to be a kid. And <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you say sometimes, man, I try not to think of that because then it's just like, man, I, I need to let him relax a little bit. And I've gotten a lot better at it as my kid, you know, so your, your kid's going to be 10 years. So my kid's just a year older, but you get better as it goes along. You really do. When you start at 8U and you're playing this high level or 8U, 9U, whatever it is, and you high level, you're like, oh, my God, I'm all in on this. My kid loves it. I love it. I want him to be great. And then you start to get a little wiser. Like, So you said it perfectly. Like You're starting to realize it now. You know, And that's, that was me, too. It's like, oh, yeah, they're kids, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I literally asked Austin, I was like, hey, buddy, I mean, do you want to go to hitting coaches and pitching coaches and stuff? He was like, Dad, we throw bullpens at practice. Do I, I mean, I feel like I'm throwing okay. Do, right. do I really have to go to a, hit, a pitching coach? I was like, no, you don't have to. Right. I'm not going to force you to. But what about hitting? He was like, oh, I love Coach Chris. I, I want to go to Coach Chris. So, like, he goes to hitting and stuff. But it's like, you know, two two practices a week with this team. And right. then another night, you know, there's only seven nights in a week. Right, so, I know. you know, and, and a couple of them are taken up. And when tournament season starts, it's, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then you have your two practices. And then you have your hitting lessons. Yep. And stuff, and I mean, it it gets taxing. I was just kind of curious where you stood no, with, with the... I think you brought up a great point, though, and I don't know if you did it intentionally or not, but asking your kid goes such a long way. How many times do we ask our kid, hey, do you want to do this? It, it's, it, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. And it's, it's hey, no offense. It's right, no offense. Right. It's, it's, not that, it's not that he doesn't want to work hard at it or anything. Right. It's that, I mean, dude's 10 years old. I mean... He's all pumped up for the fact that he's growing out a mullet right now. Like that's what he's he's super excited about, right? Like he's talking to his little girlfriend and everything on on his phone and stuff. And I mean, they're ten, right? Like it, you know, it, you don't really know what that means, but you know, it, he just wants to be a kid. Sometimes he wants to go in the basement and and shoot Nerf guns and stuff. Right. Like he just you know, and and I want to do that with him. Right. You know, and I'm a coach. Right. So I was just kind of curious where you stood. I know that your son's a little bit older than mine. And, and you know, anybody out there, too, like, where do you guys stand on it? Leave a message. You know, shoot us an email. You know, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, it, right. What, it, comment on comment on the, on Facebook, on the post. Like, where That's what I want to see this episode. I want to see... On Facebook post, so everybody out there, I want to see on Facebook post, comment on what right. you feel about overdoing baseball training and and that kind of stuff. That's I want to know about that. But go on with your statement. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I think you nailed it, man. It's uh, I just I, I just love what you said about asking your kid because I think that goes a long way. How many times are are we just say, hey, go, go grab your stuff, let's go, we gotta go. And we didn't ask them if they want to go. And, mm-hmm. and, and 99, 98% of the time, they're going to say yes, they want to go. But sometimes they don't want to go. And that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like, but 
how about asking him maybe in the morning or the night before or whatever it may be and you know if if he's constantly saying no then well then that's a different conversation but yeah he's allowed to have a day off if he wants a day off yeah. so i think it's important to ask your kid and i'm glad you brought that up because like i said i'm guilty of it too is come on let's go grab your backpack it's time to go Hurry up, man. Get shoes on. We got to go. Like, I know you just got home from school. I know that you're trying to get a snack. I know that you got to go to the bathroom. I don't care about all that. I got to drive you out 45 minutes away from here to get you to your training. Man, he just wants to come home and and watch, watch Bat Bros. that's what he wants to do right right Uh, yeah it's grab a snack you'll eat it in the car right well maybe he wants to sit down and eat and maybe he could be 10 minutes late so i i think you nailed it man and you know we've had some conversations about this and and whatnot and i'm glad you brought it up because i think we just need to be more vocal with our kids and ask them and um you know we have uh you know coach Tabor on from baseball youth and man he does a great job of how he handles the kids and everything so i think that's like that's a great listen you know after this you make sure you stay on for the interview that we got here because he does a really good job with the kids and um i think he's he he just he sees things in a way that we all want to see it and it's just hard for everyone to do it you know all the time it's it's uh it's hard because we love it too man you know but again we need breaks too sometimes (laughs) yeah 100%. 100%. And my pocketbook needs a break every uh-huh. once in a while as well. I mean, he's already got $950,000 in bats in his bag. Right. Four, four gloves, uh, you know, everything. <laughs> we'll get into that in another show. Yeah. Right. Talk about gear. I can't wait for that show. It'll it'll have to be a four-hour show. You're right. At least we'll have to break it into four different parts. <laughs> uh, over the next thing I got here. So, um when I was putting together the 11U tournament, I had a really good conversation with uh, the coaches over at West Inglewood Tigers uh, 11U from yeah, the Chicago Yeah, you mentioned area. something about this. Yeah. I, you, again, you didn't – what What are your thoughts about that conversation? Like, what, what conversation did you have? Because you didn't tell me about it. You just said, hey, man, I'm going to talk about this combo. So I've been – been kind of anxiously waiting for this one yeah i didn't want to tip you or anything here and so i had a good conversation with him for about i don't know it had to be about an hour and uh you know coach stan over there coach Corey, um they were they wanted to be part of the tournament they deserved to be part of the tournament they wanted to hear my pitch first and it wasn't like why is your tournament different it was they they let me talk for about 20 minutes and i talked all about the kids and how we're trying to change thing of change things in travel baseball and make it for the kids and give them a platform and that's what they're all about too and you know what the next thing they said to me they said all right we'll circle back with you tomorrow we talked the next day and the first thing they said is we saw your rankings and we don't agree with it and then i i read on and he said but that's what we love we want to be underrated we want to show you on the field we want to prove to you, you know, we want to show you. And that's fine. He's like, and he point blank told me, he said, I don't agree with this. And I respected that man because he handled it like, you know, that it's like, it's about my kids. And, um, and then, you know, he's like, yeah, we're in for the tournament and we're going to come and we're going to bring it all. So to me, that was like, man, these, these guys get it. And, and these are the people we need. And they got all the guys that we're interviewing and, and you and, and, and me, my kids team, your kids team. This is what it's about, man. Like, we get it. We get it. The guys we're interviewing oh. are getting it, right? I mean, this, that's what it's about <laughs> right there. That's it, what it's look, all about. I Look, I know that you were going to ask me to get my thoughts on this in the first place. So I'm just going to give them right now. I love being the underdog. 
Yep. I love walking into a tournament and everybody looks at my team and go, man, who are these guys? I love that right. because I feed off of it and my team feeds off of it. You know, one thing, and for all you listeners out there, you all know that I'm a Ohio State fan. Okay, I cannot stand that they go into every game as a favorite. I hate it. Right. There's there's nowhere to go but down when you're a favorite. Right. Okay. But when you're an underdog, you have this chip on your shoulder, and you just, you're able to get it out of your kids. And the, these 10, 11, 12-year-old kids, they know. They know that they're being disrespected. They get it. And we're not purposely disrespecting them with our rankings either. That's not what we're doing. We made the most educated decision that we possibly could. He didn't agree with it. We appreciated him coming to us and not back channeling, basically. We appreciated him saying, I don't agree with this. And guess what? Instead of complaining about it, instead of lighting you guys up on social media over it, what we're going to do is we're going to go take your invite. And we're just going to go show you right. that this is the wrong thing. And that message to his kids is speaks so much louder volume than any other message that he could have given them. I, I couldn't agree more. And that's when I knew, when I was having this conversation, I'm like, I need these guys at my tournament because these guys get it. It's about the kids. It's not about them. It's not about their pride and, and their feelings or anything. It's about these kids. And that, that to me was just so strong. And I, I, you know, I'm looking at the rankings right now and I had, we have them at 32 in the Midwest and that's a pretty good ranking. And they are a very mm -hmm. good team. I've seen them play. Can they be higher? Absolutely. Should they be higher? Maybe, you know, and that's something we got to revisit and look at when we do the preseason rankings but you know what they're like we're in we're in this tournament and we're gonna we're gonna prove to you guys and you know this this team so west inglewood you know a, a city team um you know all Af african-american team this this team's got guts i've seen them play i've seen their organization play they're they're an underdog and they shouldn't be an underdog they could play toe-to-toe -to -toe with anyone but they don't always get the respect that they deserve and um you know they, they it's know just, it it's unfortunate right. it's and, unfortunate and, and, and they we know all it. know they know, you know. It. they know yeah. it and, and you know what they were appreciative they're like man this is awesome we're glad we got invited and you're you're damn right we're gonna take this invite and we're gonna we're gonna come up there and prove to you why we should be number one you know they right. didn't say that word for word but i i can tell that's what they think and that's the way they should think so it's like to yeah. me these are people that should be representing baseball these type of guys um that's what it's all about and, and i respect them yeah. so much for the way they handle the situation and i'm so glad they're going to be at this tournament and they they deserve it man it, and i'm excited and, to see them play and again in their defense and and i'm sure that they're going to listen to the show because they're they're big time followers of us big time supporters dude you deserve to be in this tournament jim did not invite just anybody to this tournament so so you have both qualities you have a very good group of kids very good group of parents good baseball families, but you also have high character. And that's what Jim was looking for in teams. So kudos to you guys as well for getting the invite to, again, probably the only true invite tournament out there. Like that's, that's pretty special. 
right? I couldn't agree more. And, you know, again, I got so much respect for these guys. And, uh, you know, when you have a conversation with coaches, you, you, dude, you, you know, you can tell right away who's telling the truth and who's, who's full of it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could tell instantly. These guys are all about the truth and they're all about their kids. And again, I'll promote a team like that any day. I'll get them on the podcast. I'll get them to the tournament. If it's about the kids, and that's why you're on this show with me, Andrew, and that's why we've had these guests on with us each week. It's about the kids. And these guys put the kids first and it's all about the kids. So, you know, shout Let's out. get them on a show. Let's get them on a show. Absolutely. Oh, they're coming they on. They should be on a show. They're Let's get on. them on a show. You're dang right. They're coming on. Trust me. We talked about it, and I, I can't wait to do it because, like I said, I put these guys at the top of the list when it comes to caring about the kids. That's what it's all about. So shout out to those guys over there. They do a great job, and uh, I can't wait for them to be at the tournament. So yeah, man. I had to bring yeah. that up. I had to. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, can we do something? I, I'm just kind of curious if, if you would be okay with this what you got? on future shows. Uh-oh. Okay. What you got? All right. Can we can we try to get our listeners and start posting out there to get our listeners to give us topics that they want to hear us talk about? I'd love to get them engaged. I oh, want yeah. I know that they're listening. I want them to be engaged and I want to give them shout outs too. Yep. You know, if if somebody gives us a topic, I would love nothing more than be like, "Hey, this topic is has been asked by such and such from such and such organization. True. Yep. And and this is the topic we're going to talk about today. Maybe even just one topic a yeah. week. Yeah. Yo, can we do that? Absolutely. I'd love to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we know you are listening. Like I see, I look at, dude, I look at the stats like 10 times a day. I look at it like every three hours just to see the numbers. But, you know, we know you're listening. We know you're subscribing. We appreciate it. Yeah, that's a great point. We want to hear from you. Give us some questions, you know. And, Andrew, it brings us back. I texted you probably like two weeks ago, and uh, I don't remember the guy's name. But um, I asked if you knew him. You said you knew of him a little bit, and I didn't know him. Um, and and he shares and likes every post. And he doesn't share. He likes yeah. every single post. He shared a couple. I don't know the guy. You don't really know the guy. I think it wasn't it. Eduardo Gutierrez. Is that who it was? Was that, was he's, that he's it? from like Ohio, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was something. It was something like I th- that. I think so. I think so. And you know, to me, that's like that's awesome, man. That's a guy that I don't know. You don't really know. It's like, but he likes this. He loves this. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll get the name. I'll put it out there, or whatever. Because we want to hear from you specifically. Give us a topic because you know you're out there supporting us. We want to support you, whatever organization you're with. Um, you know, let us know. Yeah. So we'll get that going on socials, and you know, uh, definitely, I think that's what people want, and I'm all for that, man. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and again, when you when you give us a topic, tell us what tell us what organization you're with, tell us what yep. team you're on. You know, we want to give them a shout out too. It's not it, we're not just talking about the big wig teams here. We're talking right. about everybody. So if you're part of a double A, single A, community level team, but you want a specific topic for us to talk about and discuss. Tell us so yep. that we can give your team a shout out. You know, the other thing too, man, start sending in some player resumes. Start yeah. start giving us some players a spotlight. I'd love to spotlight at least one one or two players a week. You know, give them give them a little kudos. 
Yeah. Well, they work hard. We were just talking that that they're going to be doing baseball dang near seven days a week. Let's let's give them a shout out. Absolutely, they deserve it. It's about the kids, right? It's it's I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, let us know. And you know, even like Andrew said, the smaller type teams, the A teams, the uh, Double A. Um, I know different states call it different things, or whatever. But this is it's travel baseball as a whole. And we talked about it with uh, Coach Tabor. It's like it's about everybody. It's not just about yeah. the elite teams. It's not just about yeah. the park teams, whatever. We're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah. Travel travel baseball is is better because of the variety of levels that each team can bring. If it was only elite, elite, elite teams, it would just not be as fun. Sometimes being able to go to a game and realizing, man, this is a legit group of nine-year-olds out here and they're just playing and you know what and Taylor said it best and and you guys will hear this later and I don't I'm not going to spoil the entire interview but sometimes those lower level teams those are the teams that are having the most fun they're the ones with the biggest smiles on your face you're right dead accurate yep (laughs) yep and we learned that from him he's seen it firsthand with hundreds and hun- thousands of kids mm-hmm. that they're running events with so yeah that i agree that's what's all about and nothing's better than seeing a smile on a kid's face yeah so so future uh, let's talk about the show coming up you know obviously you guys know that Tabor's coming on because we've we've kind of spotlighted him a couple of times who else we got on this week i can't even remember we have so many we have so many people scheduled for interviews and and we've already done a ton of interviews i can't even remember who refresh my memory dude yeah so i mean we've 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 gotten a few recorded we got a couple coming up we got to highlight these guys you know we got we got coach Tabor from baseball youth coming on this episode you're going to hear him uh up in a couple minutes here one of my favorite interviews of all time uh not even exaggerating that was awesome so you know absolutely stick around he's a guy you want to listen to it was a ton of fun uh we got john from jp jp sports he runs jp sports over there that's going to be a great interview um we got caesar carrillo coming on a pitcher from miami who's an all-american he uh first round draft pick in the pros uh, about 15 years ago uh man we, we got we got hawks gold coming on right now uh, yep, yep we man. had we had jason crane on here from alma yeah. college that, yep. that we have a recording of you know, we got we got a couple of I'm not going to spoil anything, but we got a couple of collegiate baseball players yep. that are going to stop by some trainers that are going to stop. by. Man, our show is going to be loaded. Just just stick around and stick with us. I know that you already have, but start sharing this stuff. Yep. Share it on your social media groups. There's other people out there in Little League that want to hear this stuff, too, that, that might not know what these baseball you know, pages are on Facebook and everything. Share it. Right. Spread the word, man. The more that can hear it, the better. Yep, I agree. And, and everyone, you know, the feedback we're getting is unbelievable. It's everyone loves it. So let someone know. Um, you know, I guarantee you they're going to like it too. Um, so I can't wait. You know, like I said, a lot of interviews coming up. I can't wait. We got, Dude, I'm so excited. We got so many big things coming. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, that's all I got for this episode. What you, anything else you got? Nah, man, I'm... I'm good. I, you know, this was a this was a fun episode. I, I I love the fact that we finally disagreed on something. Right. Finally, <laughs> you know, we can't always agree on stuff. Right. You know, and I, I was I was happy. 
I, I was hoping that you were going to be the way that you were with <laughs> with you know, with it. But the fact that we have agreed so much lately, I'm like, oh man, what if he's what if he's going to be the same? Am I going to have to? <laughs> what are we going to do? The, the honeymoon <laughs> is over, man. The honeymoon yeah. is over. We're coming at each other from now on. <laughs> uh, so that's it. We, we're going to hop into Coach Tabor from Baseball Youth in a minute. But again, guys, go check out the website MidwestBaseballRanks.com. Um, leave us a review on iTunes, on Spotify, Midwest Baseball Ranks. Uh, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Make sure you leave us a review. It goes a long way. Again, we appreciate it. Check us out on Instagram, Midwest Baseball Ranks. Check us out on Facebook, Midwest Ranks. Um, we're building the Twitter up. That's going to be coming soon. So a lot out there. Make sure you're sharing. And, hey, and do not forget, start commenting on that stuff. Oh, Tell yeah. us what, yeah. what, you want to, what you want us to talk about. And again, leave your name. Leave, well, your name's going to be on it because you're posting it, right? But leave the organization you're with, leave the team you're with, so we can give them a shout out too. But start posting on our stuff. Make, let us talk about what you want to hear. Yep, yep, you know that. I agree completely. So make sure you guys leave those reviews. Uh, you can leave us an email on the website, but you know post on facebook uh, uh instagram all that good stuff so make sure we hear from you like i said june 3rd june 5th uh 11u invite only uh will be you know lots to come from that next week we're going to release the 12u teams for our invite only like i said only invite only in the midwest that we know of so uh top of the line but with that being said we're out of here we're going to hand it over to our interview with coach Tabor, baseball youth guys please stick around for this one this is uh one of the best interviews we've had all year so with that being said let's take it over here All right, everybody, welcome back. Midwest Baseball Rings podcast coming right back at you here. I got my guy, Coach Tabor, Director of Baseball Youth, coming at us right now. Tabor, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Super privileged to be here, Jim and, and Andrew. Just super glad to get after this. Yeah, I'm excited, man. You're a guy I, uh, I've had my uh, – you've been on my list for a while, and, you know, we just started to get, a know, get to know each other. But I've heard nothing but great things about you. Uh, I've heard kids talk about you. I've heard parents talk about you. I see you everywhere. Um, <laughs> your voice is heard everywhere. I've heard it all. So you are uh, well-respected in this game, and that's what we're trying to do is get good people on this podcast. So we appreciate you hopping on with us. Well, thanks for having me, and hey, don't hype me up too much, man. Hey, I got, I got it, man. This is what we do. It's a hype show here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hop into it, man. Um, you know, director of baseball um, for or director for baseball youth. You, you're all over the place, man. And like I said, I've seen you at all these events and everything. What do you guys got planned in 2022? Uh, you know, any any big events that you want to you know, talk about, or what, what do you guys got going on? Yeah, man, we have a uh, seven weeks actually this year for our nationals, which is our week long event. Um, we have seven weeks across six locations for the Youth World Series, which is mainly our D2, D3. I'm always super pumped about TBS, man. Like, how can you not love bringing the best guys in from around the country? I mean, of course, our All-American Games, which I'm in charge of, it's a really unique. I tell people it's more like a showcase than anything just because you got to meet new people. you got to get after it super early on. And so super excited for our six locations uh, for All-American Games as well. I love it, man. And, you know, you talk about TBS. I had the privilege of being down there last year. And, uh, you know, I'm excited you're going there. Are you going to be on the mic again for the Home Run Derby? That's what I got to know. 
my man Rich, of course, can probably let me on the mic. All right, good, because I know, you know, the kids were talking, and they said, we need him on it. He's like Chris Berman. He's having fun during the Home Run Derby, so I'm glad <laughs> to hear you're going to be on it again. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> so, you know, talk about 2021 for you. Uh, you know, I saw you down in Florida. You guys had a good showing down there. Um, your events, I, I, you know, I know you guys were in Pigeon Forge. I had a, a friend's kid play over there. They had a great time over there. You know, how was 2021 for you guys? Uh, 2021 was great, man, but, uh, but I, I have to say, like, I couldn't do it without these parents, man. Like, they really have bought into what we're, we're trying to preach, and so shout out to them. But uh, actually, we went to Texas, and we won two state championships, so that, you know, of course, rubbed a lot of people wrong whenever your name says we're from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, then we made our yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Then we made our way into Kentucky where didn't have as good of a showing, but we still brought home some hardware. Then we went into Myrtle Beach, man, and it was just electric. Like, the kids finally – it felt like they were buying in that the things were going our way. Then we roll into, you know, one of our events get canceled in September. So it's kind of like a bummer. Then we roll into Pigeon Forge and we just dominate all facets of, of, of the tournament, except for 13 years. You know, we get there and then we go down to NYBF and, and I can say confidently, I've never put 17 teams on the field uh, that are that loaded from top to bottom. Uh, we had four teams in 12, you make it to the top 10, uh, gold bracket. We had a team, you know, nines won. They really were buying in, seeing their energy. So, man, just kudos to these kiddos and and them them buying into the process. Yeah, I love it, and you, I'm glad you give the shout out to the kids. And um, you know, you don't make it about yourself, and that's why these kids love you. I, I imagine. And you know, talk about the process of building these teams that you, you're putting together. Like you said, um, having all this success with these different teams, and you know, what kind of goes into these these teams that you're building? You know, I mean, honestly, I'm just gonna be honest. It's some of it's luck of the draw. Um, you know, because once we invite you to elite, then you can register, you can do those things. But man, just being in the weeds, being around those kids, understanding personalities, understanding. You know, hey, this mom and this mom are best friends. Let's get them involved. Like, you know, my biggest thing is just trying to put personalities together. Mesh. Um, I had a team down in NYBF, my 12U grade team. Shout out them. They were good. A little quiet. So I knew I had to put them with a coach that brought that energy that was super electric, man. And so just understanding the kiddos has definitely benefited me, you know, putting these teams together no matter what kids come my way. So. No, I, I think you nailed it there. And, you know, that kind of takes me into the next question that I had. Um, it, it's, you know, you talk about the, the culture that you, you build. And, you know, we, we've discussed this in the past. You know, talk about the culture that you guys got going on here, um, all the behind-the-scenes stuff and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so for me, man, I came in and, you know, I have six nieces and nephews, and so this is where I get to experiment my coaching. Um, but just having them around really showed me, like, gosh, man, life is just so precious. Like, you know, I miss some of their birthdays or I miss this or I miss this because I'm with, you know, my second family. And so we adopted the BYS family very early on uh, once I got on. And so that's what it is to me, man. And, and family isn't always about, you know, my family, we have the tough conversations. Uh, we have them on site and, and we handle things head on. And I'm super blessed that my family instilled that in me was just have the tough conversation. And I just see that carrying baseball youth and I see you know positivity energy you know you can always control your attitude and effort like you know this year we adopted be a good human so you know we're preaching be wise family be a good human you know a lot of times at the end of games I'm like hey I don't care that you just want a baseball game leave the dugout better than you found it be a good human 
Yeah, sure. And that's what it's about, man. It's uh, It gets so lost in the shuffle, especially at these big tournaments. Um, you know, you're traveling all over the country. You're there to win. Like, let's be honest, you're there to win, but there's a bigger goal here. And those are the bigger goals here. And, you know, it stems from your, your roots, too. So you're carrying what you know over to these kids um, that, you know, they're they're going to probably pay attention more to you than they are their parents. I'm just saying from my standpoint, <laughs> yeah. I know how it is. Yeah. So it's important to set that example. And, I, you know, I love to hear that you guys are doing that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many people I could credit for, for, for being in my life for that, you know? Yeah, it's, it's so, in, it's so important. Let's, let's talk about the events themselves here. You know, can you, you, you obviously run a whole bunch of events. You, you, you keep on adding, you know, new locations to, to, to all of your events here. Uh, and everything but like what are some of the pros and cons of running your events you know what talk about you know um you know i guess all the hard work that kind of goes behind the scenes you know the positive with the coaches and the organizations you know i know up in michigan it's tough to get umpires at these places you know like talk about that a little bit you know just some of the pros and cons of that stuff yeah, absolutely, man. So, I mean, definitely one of the pros is, man, I get to meet a lot of great people. Um, you get to just learn a lot of different things, especially being in the baseball space. Um, so just building those connections, learning to lean on those guys. I mean, I know for us, I mean, setup, you know, for our nationals is a is a week-long process. So, like, if you, you sign up to be one of my workers for a national or our workers for a nationals, you know, you're there for a whole week just setting up, wrapping fields, making sure everything looks the part right because you know this is an experience that these kids and these families are coming to have and and that's always on the forefront of, of athletic sports groups mind is you know how do we give these guys the best experience we can possibly give them so i mean that's always one of the pros to seeing those kids walk away happy walk away satisfied like you know even i've seen zero and five teams that would leave from the national super pumped like let's go like we're so excited and you're like <laughs> That's what it's about, man. Like, you went 0-5, and you still had a blast, man. Um, you know, for All-American games and, and Youth World Series, it's pretty much, you know, roll the balls out there, and we do the same setups. Um, I mean, all of our setups definitely take time, so that would be, of course, one of the cons, right, always setting up the stuff. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But since it's a con, that means it's a pro. Tearing it down is super easy, load it up in the trailer, and we're on to the next <laughs> event. So... But definitely, I mean, the pros, man, has got to be seeing those kids' face when they light up from just having the experience of a lifetime. Um, that's you know, that's awesome. umpires building a good umpire in charge has benefited us. Right? Like, I'll be a game, and I'm calling one. I'm like, hey, man, what's good? Can you answer this question? Perfect. So I I love how you're able to. You take your tournament and you're able to um, show everybody the same love. D2, D3 guys, they are just important, as important to the game of baseball as a majors team is. And the fact that you guys take so much time and effort and tearing down and building up and, and creating a positive experience for these kids is so important for me to hear because I'm really big on the lower level teams because they deserve the same opportunities to have a positive experience. With that said, I'm a parent. I'm a coach. Here's the pen. 
I want you to sell it to me. Sell me on why I should be coming to your tournament at any level, any one of your tournaments. Tell me what what I need to hear so that all I talk about is I'm just going to TBS or I'm going to Youth World Series. So here's the pen. Go ahead and sell it to me. I'm going to Youth World Series. So here's the pen. Go ahead and sell it to me. Uh, my staff is next to none in terms of making sure that every kid feels valued. Your son is going to build relationships and memories along the way that are priceless. And basically, I know that we can offer it from the event side anything comparable to anyone else that's in our same market. And we're going to do it to the best of our ability. And like I said, when I look to my left and I look to my right for the guys that I work with, I know there's nobody better in the country to guide us, to make sure that we put on good events, and to make sure that your kid, whether he leaves happy or you leave unhappy, we will make it right because we believe in doing right by your kid. So we will make it right one way or the other. So as a parent and as like a coach, it, like I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. what you what sold me on that was you made it all about the kid. As a parent, I don't really care about my experience. I really don't. As a coach, I don't really care about my experience. Okay? I care about my son's experience. I care about Camden and, and Carson and Cameron and all Ryan and all. I care about Barrett and Jackson. That's who I care about the experience with. I don't, I don't care about my experience. So that's, that's perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. And I think it's so important that that tourney directors like yourself understand and it's so important for us coaches and, and parents to understand it's got to be about the kids. It, it can't be any other way. It, it can't be any other way. Absolutely. Um, and I, and I, can, I, man, there's so many people come to mind, you know, I mean, I've had so many guys in charge, you know, that have led the way, you know, my coach in high school, Coach Hicks, and then I coach under a guy, Coach Graves, at, at Eastern High School. And, and man, like, that's always been their motto is if you put the kid first and you're never last. I like that. That's and that's honestly just stuck with me, man. Like, if you put a kid first and you're never going to finish last. Yeah, I, I love it. And, love you know, it. that, that you, what you're saying is, is the truth. I've seen it. I've seen it on social media. Um, these kids that are playing for, you know, your uh, teams that you're traveling all over and everything, that relationship, it's there. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a team. It's, it's special. You're building something special and the relationships are so big. And, uh, you know, it's, it's what it's all about. You guys nailed it. I think it, it's all about the kids. And, um, sometimes we, we all get caught up in the moment and we all do it, whether we want to admit it or not. But, um, if we have that same mindset that, that it should be about the kids and it truly is about the kids and uh, I know it's true coming from your end. I've seen it on social media. I've seen it in person. So, you know, I respect what you guys are doing over there. Thanks, man. Yeah, of course. And, no, of and course, like I said, I, I, I'd call you out if I didn't, if I didn't uh, think that was true. So I'd bring you out here and ambush you. <laughs> no. Yeah, right, right. But, yeah, no, so, uh, you know, you Back to the relationships that you're building, the the trust that you build with the players and everything. Kind of talk about that. You know, how long did that take? Did is this something that you just you you have a good energy, good vibe? Is that something that just came natural? Did it take years to you know build that trust up and and whatnot? I actually have to credit my cousins for this one, man. Um, I coached them when they were 17U baseball. That's actually my first 
realm of AAU baseball at all was 17. I love that you mentioned, I love that you stated it like it's AAU baseball because that's what it is. It's like an AAU basketball. I love that. It's no different than that, but man, like they really kept me on my toes. They really kept me, you know, searching for ways to connect to them. I mean, and their family, you know, like they seen me play. They know I'm not, I mean, I'm not the greatest, but I wasn't the worst. So, you know, I wasn't terrible. You know, in terms of knowledge, I'd coached them at the high school level, which is that's different in itself. But man, coaching them really challenged my challenged my coaching and made me realize, like, okay, you can go about it a certain way. You can do things differently. Um, you can preach that, hey, I do love you. I do care about you. And and I think that's one of the things that people say are weird about me, but I also think that's my biggest asset because I I do genuinely love these kids. When you step on it. And you put on one of our uniforms, whether it's all American game, elite. Heck, if y'all are coming to a nationals event to spend six days with me, I genuinely love those kids because we don't know what tomorrow holds. So I'm going to tell every one of my kiddos, Hey, I love you. I care about you, but they also know I'm going to be the first one to rip their tail. I'm going to be the first one to put them in place, but I'm also going to be the first one to give them a hug. So I just think finding that healthy balance of, earning the kids respect of, okay, this guy has my best interest in mind. Then that's when the relationship builds. That's when things start to get, you know, there's a kid now who I've coached since he was 11 years old and he's turning 14. And man, he just texts me, Hey coach, uh, hope you're doing well, man. How are you? How's school? You know, like th- those conversations to me mean more. Um, I actually had a past player get married this past weekend. Um, which is crazy in itself to think about, but him inviting me to the wedding, like, dude, that's the stuff that I'm here for. Right. I love the quote from Pat Summit. You know, they don't care how much you know if they don't care how much, or if they don't know how much you care. Like, they know they can play. Right. 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 So at that point, for me, my motto is be who I needed when I was their age. Yeah. Needed somebody to hold me accountable, but I needed somebody to love on me too. Tell me. Tell me everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Because to them, striking out two times is huge. Yeah. That's the end of their world. Yep. They don't understand what's going on. Hey, Rob, I hit 800 every tournament I've ever been to. This tournament, I hit 600. Well, is it really that bad? <laughs> you know, like just opening their eyes to things and not being, like I said, be, having that tough conversation with them. These kids are smarter than we give them credit for. Yep. They know a lot more than we think they know. And that's from the nine you age up that I deal with. Like they know more than we give them credit for. So just trusting them, treating them like young men. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I, I, I think that the the more. mindset of a player is such an important aspect of this game. If, if, if they think that they're gonna fail, and and you kind of put it in your in their head that they're gonna fail, guess what? They're probably gonna fail because that's what they're thinking. But if you're there constantly loving on them and supporting them, and hey, they make an error, and you're just like, oh, who cares, man? Who really cares, honestly? The only person that cares is you as a player. I don't care. I trust me. Your your mom and dad are not gonna love you any less. It's just you know, it is what it is. You know, I. The, just, what you yeah, said there is, I could not agree more. These kids need somebody. They have their parents. Their parents are supposed to tell them that they love them. Their parents are supposed to always be there. 
we're not as coaches necessarily supposed to do that. So when they hear it from us, it means something. It's a little bit more to them. You know, so that's 100% accurate statement. 100% accurate statement. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough, Alex. Yeah, it is, and but you know, it, it's you know, good to see good people to see doing people it these this day and age because you know, I I I, I, I could assume most of us and most of our listeners and everything, we grew up in a different age, man. Where, dude, if you if you do not get in three for three in your game, you're walking home. Like I don't care, we live two miles away, you're you're walking home. Uh, so it's like we had all this pressure on us. It was it was no love, you know. <laughs> Being honest here, if, if you were good and you were competitive. You better, <laughs> you better figure out a way to make suck it work. It up, you cannot. Yes, right. Suck it up, Buttercup. So it's, I've it's gotten great told, to have these I, people. I was told suck it up, Buttercup, so many times in my life where it's like, man, can you just say I did okay? Like, just okay. I'll take okay. Can you just say I did okay? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I think for me it just comes from – of a place my my mom was was wonderful i can't i can't say enough good things about her um but she was an athlete she was competitive so like you said yep. man, like sometimes the tough conversation is ah yeah you were three for four did you hit home run to give me that extra oomph to give me yeah. that extra mm-hmm. come on like let's get after it and so uh-huh. just that tough love man i just life doesn't show these young men any favors no and then it's not going to and so that's where I think it just, yeah, you got to love them. If, yeah, if you give I, them I couldn't excuses, agree more. You know, the one other thing if, I wanted to. If you to, give them excuses. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the one other thing I wanted to touch on that, too, is you talk about kids knowing more than that we think. You're dead on with that. And I think it's important for all our listeners to realize that, too. So I don't care if your team is 8U, 9U. These kids know, and they know what you're talking about. So if you're having a conversation with another coach or a parent on the phone, in the car, and you're talking about another kid, or you're hinting at another kid, or someone you're recruiting, or whatever that may be, these kids are processing it. I've seen it firsthand at the young age, 8, 9 years old. And then that's how things you know, go you know, separate go ways and everything like that. Everything so, like that. you know, so, keep those conversations, know, keep those conversations away from the kids because they are a lot smarter than you would think. And I see it every day. I and I'm sure you do too. Yeah, man. Like, honestly, the, I mean, the people just have to realize the social media age. Yeah. Like as parents, most parents are putting a tablet in their kid's hand at five, which, Hey, I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, I don't, nobody shadow ban me for none of that. (laughs) I mean, they have access to the internet. They know exactly what you're talking about. They know the trends that are going on. They know TikTok dances. Like they are, my niece is six years old and she's way more intelligent than I was at six. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yep. You know, not even a question. And it's like, man, they really understand a lot. So like, I run a five to seven year old team with my buddy. I'm his assistant coach. And that's where I actually just came from. And I had somebody tell me, Oh, Hey, uh, they're only six. I said, okay, yeah, go ask him about TikTok in five minutes. Right. right and he did. Right. And he could whip out seven dances. <laughs> he can remember one play. He knows seven TikTok dances. He can remember one basketball play. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. agree. And sorry, Jim, I kind of cut you off there earlier. And, and so I, I stepped back no, for a second, but. Um, no, I, I'm a firm believer as a coach that if a coach is going to give his player an excuse without the tough love, 
then what are we as coaches what teaching the them football? for life? We're teaching them that teaching they'll just get an excuse life. eventually. They can use an excuse to get out of everything. That's not how that is. If I'd use an excuse with my job right now, I wouldn't have a job anymore. So it just it is what it is. You know, you have to. You have to prepare. The parents already prepare these kids enough, the and 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 everything, and they're, they're already hard on them, and, and they love them, and they're they're doing the best that they can. But sometimes these kids have to hear from from somebody else, and nine out of ten times that's from a coach, and teaching them how to be a productive citizen of this country one day. That's that's what we're trying to do. that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, it's and I tell people that all the time, and it's even crazier for me because I have to sit back, and you know, they say what three percent of the world gets gets signed, right, or three percent of the United States is going to play in college, whatever the small number is. And so for me, it's yeah, it's cool to see. I love seeing my kids sign; like that really does get me excited. But odds are, I know some of these kids aren't, and they're some of them are going to go be lawyers and doctors, and and some of them are going to be construction workers, and. I just want them to understand positive energy, positive attitude. That'll win in life. That wins in life. Yeah, you're dead on. And that's important. I think you guys are both extremely accurate. And Yeah, that small percentage of going D1 or playing at any level, it's so small. And, you know, for the kids out there, keep shooting for it, man, until it's over. There's nothing wrong with shooting for it. But if not, you gotta you got to learn how to be a great person in this in this world. And these coaches and everyone, they should be doing it. So, you know, we appreciate the way you handle things and, you know, same do you, Andrew, you coach and everything? Coach it's all about these good about people in this game, and uh, that's what we need uh, more of in travel baseball. Travel. Uh, you know, that's kind of that's what kind I had what next to is, is uh, uh, you know, you know what, give me something else too that this travel baseball travel world baseball needs world to, to, to succeed. succeed. You know, it's it's a roller coaster. We all know that it's crazy world. You know, kind of what's something else that we need more of or to get away from? What do you think? Um, the thing that I think that the travel ball space needs more of is real conversation. And what I mean by that is, unfortunately, little Johnny playing double A, there's nothing wrong with that. Unfortunately, him playing major ball, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think we get into this, my son's this, my this, my that. I don't care. And I tell my best players this. Nobody cares that you were the best 12-year-old. Yes, I love seeing you hit the home runs. Yes, I love seeing you make the swaggy play. But are you working to to do what's the next level? Like, you know, my 12 and 13-year-olds, are you ready for high school baseball? That's the conversation I'm having. Right. If you're 14 and 15, what are you doing that separates you from to get committed? You're 16 or 17 and you're not even on somebody's radar? Hey, what are you thinking of for your degree? Always looking for that next step. Like, and it's okay. You know, if you would have asked me, you know, I played six months of college baseball, made it through a fall season. I've decided it wasn't for me and go home. And now I'm where I'm at because I still love the game. I still love being around people. Like there's always avenues that we can take that doesn't have to do with playing college baseball all the time. Sure. So if we're only dead set on, I'm doing this for college, well, you're in it for the wrong reasons anyways. Now I'm not saying don't chase the goal. Chase the goal. That is the goal for everyone. But understand, if you're only doing X or X for this, like, do what makes your kid happy, man. That's what I think the travel one needs to hear. Like, do what makes your kid happy. I've seen kids on major teams that are miserable 
And I've seen kids on Dingle that have the best time, man, have the absolute best time. Because it's just, I don't know, I just can't stress fun enough because they're kids. Right, right. At the end of the day, they're kids. Yep. Like, and it's and it's hard for me. Like, when I'm in Panama and I got a 14U team in the championship and a 12 and a 9, yeah, at the end of the day, I want to win. But if I don't hug them as hard when we lose, then when we win, then I have to check my ego at the door, right? And I just, man, just have tough conversation with your kids. Just let them know, like, if their goal at 12 is, hey, I'm going to play college baseball, then yeah, all right, let's let's take those steps. But, man, just having that conversation with your kid on what they want um, is, is what I would say. Yeah, the smile. That's smile, what it's all that's about. about. Seeing those kids out there smiling after the game, smiling after the losses, it's important. And, you know, one more thing I want to talk about here. You mentioned, you know, your goal to play as a 12-year-old or 13-year-old to make your high school team. You know, the one thing I tell people when they're looking for a program at 7, 8 years old, you know, ask the organization what your goal is for the next couple of years. And if they tell you we're here to win five championships in the next couple of years, it's probably not the place you want to be. Your goal at this young age, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, should be to make your high school team. And some of these elite organizations, they may even say, hey, even saying, hey, your, our goal is to make a sophomore team as a freshman or varsity as a freshman, whatever that may be. But that goal should be for high school at those young ages. And the teams that aren't telling you that, then their focus is elsewhere. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's a point that I I stress about all the time when people ask me about organizations. Oh, yeah. It's it's important. But enough of the hard-hitting questions. We're going to have a little fun. We're going we're gonna to hop into our game here. We play this with all our guests here. We're going to hit you with some questions. Uh, they may be hard questions. They may be easy. We're going to have to see. Um, but we're going to have a little fun here. You ready for this? You ready for this? Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to start you off a little easy here. Uh, favorite baseball player of all time? King Griffey Jr., baby, the swag, the hat backwards, man. Loved it. Yeah, good answer. We've had a couple of those, and I can't even lie. That's my favorite baseball player of all time, too. So uh, it's 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 crazy. Like, our era, that's, that's the guy, man. Just the backwards hat, the swag, the chain, everything. It's a no-brainer. Second one here. Uh, a little bit harder here. So you're, you're coaching your team here. And, uh, you know, all the kids and, uh, got walk-up songs, songs and everything, but, and everything, but um, you're going to make a pitching change, and you get a walk-up you song. So you're going out so to visit your guy on the mound, and you got your song blaring. What's, What's your choice here? Me versus me by Moneybag Yo. <laughs> you were ready for that. You had that one ready to go. I like it. Why would it not be? It's, hey, I'm letting you know it's me versus me. I'm not worried about what you're doing. <laughs> and again, for Good all answer. of our Good listeners, answer. for all of our listeners out here, he does not have these questions. So him answering these questions right. as quickly as he is, that's all on him. So good for you. Anyways, I got two of them myself that I'm going to try to make a little bit harder so you can't answer them right away. All right. If you okay, so you just got a bad call on you for about the sixth time in the tournament. Same umpire, you're done with it. You want to be thrown out of the game at this point, okay? And you're trying everything to do to get thrown out of this game. What are you doing? You kicking dirt over the plate? You taking the trash can out there? What are you doing to get kicked out of the game? And I am not condoning this, by the by the way. I'm not condoning this. <laughs> However, hey, I've only, I've only been thrown out twice. So in both times, I went up to him. I said, "If you don't throw me out of this ball game, I'm going to act like a fool." So you better throw me out. 
or I'm gonna I will grab the, the garbage can and I will act a fool. And he's I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, you're gone. So, but if I had to get gone, just keep telling him move the can. Oh, they hate it when you say that. Move the can. Blue the strike zone's terrible. Move the can. Get some fire. I love it. I love it. Okay. Now, next question is this. Are you, when you're nervous, okay, do you, are you a pacer? Are you a sit on the bucket guy? Are you a big time sweater? Are you a yeller? What are you when you get nervous and and your players know that you're nervous at that point? And your players know that you're nervous. I would think that my I don't <laughs> like I don't. I mean, I'm a pacer anyways, and I'm loud and energetic anyways. But the only way I think they would know if that I was nervous was if I bring them in a huddle and I'm challenging their ego. That's when they know I'm nervous. Oh, okay. Because for me, a lot of my kids they're, they're ballers. Like they know how to play. But sometimes getting them stirred up for the moment is hard. So they know when I'm walking, like, hey, y'all, y'all better figure this out, man. I'm doing everything. I can. They, that's their thing. Like, I know. All right, Coach Taylor, we got you, dog. <laughs> Chill out. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite lines, like man. It, so it's on them. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite lines ever, man. Figure it out. I don't know what to tell you. Figure it out. I can't coach you anymore. Figure it out. <laughs> Oh, man, this story will stand out to me forever. I had this kid, his name was Big Country, loving to death. We were in Pigeon Forge. Hits a a double, and we need another double to score. And so he's rounding third, and he falls. And I'm like, dude, we had two outs, and you just fell over third. What are we doing? And he's like, I don't know. I said, well, you better figure out how to freaking score because I don't know what else to do right now. <laughs> the next pitch ball kicks off a brick and he scores. And I'm like, thank God we figured that out. Oh, oh, oh you got a break there. Big country caught a break. It's, it's so funny. It's so funny. I have a coach on my staff that if something like that happens, his 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 go to line is Quirky's Bar and Grill. Here we go. You know, Quirky's Bar and Grill. All you can eat ribs Sunday night. Here we go. <laughs> man, my kids, my kids, they teach me a lot, though. Man, they keep me young. Okay, I agree with you, man. All these kids keeping us young, barely. But <laughs> I got a couple more for you. Uh, are you a seeds guy or a gum guy? Man, you know I'm on the turf all the time. I got to be a gum guy. Yeah, or they'll kick you out, right? <laughs> Man, they don't play. I'm not taking that five hundred dollars, right? <laughs> yeah, nope. I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> uh, so next one I got here. So you you got uh, you got eleven kids on your team. Three of them, let's say they overslept. So you got eight kids. Game times here. Um, what position are you holding out on? Center field. Ah, that's a good answer. Some people go with the whole shortstop type of thing. I think that's the right answer. You go left, right, and shift. Played in the infield, baby. Right, right. Yeah, I'm with you. That's the, that's the right answer. You pass that test. Change your corner outfielders. A couple more. Change your corner outfielders. Yep, all day. Strength the middle, baby. Yep, yep. I'm with you. Down the line, anyway. True, true. I got two more. Two more for you. Does ketchup belong on a hot dog? 
No. Oh, okay. All right, you, you'll All be a fan right, up in here in Chicago. That's like, Chicago. That's, like, that's like a good steak. Why would you ruin it? <laughs> I will, it's either a good hot dog or a bad hot dog. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to have my daughter listen to this show, though. You, you'll be liked in Chicago. <laughs> My daughter would vehement, <laughs> she would vehemently disagree with you on this. <laughs> oh, my brother! And this honestly could be because I see my little brother growing up eat ketchup with everything. It's like, no, nah, I'm not putting it on. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right, one more hard hitting question for you here. All right, so um, you're coaching a game, and your shoes are tied together. But no one knows your shoes are tied together. I don't wear shoes, bro. I got Crocs on all the time. I, hey, man, hey, this, man, this new Croc new style, and they're tied style. together. But no one knows they're tied together. So you're just falling all over yourself during the whole game, you know. And you can't tell nobody. Uh, do you still coach the rest of the tournament? Or are, you, are you just like I can't do this no more? I can't pause. Wait, I can't right now. This man just said. I wear Crocs all the time. I just can't. This interview's going to be done. (laughs) I love it. Seriously, like, you can ask my kids. There's two different types of tables. There's there's Crocs and Oakleys. Then there's glasses and tennis shoes. (laughs) And they want Crocs and and Oakleys every time. Do you wear socks? No, and it's not as bad. So we were down. You wear socks and Crocs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you wear socks and Crocs? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a slides guy. I wear slides uh, with the socks all the time. So I hear you, man. I'm, I'm with you. I, I got you beat here. I actually. So we were down in in Indianapolis for a super select big tournament. You know, one of the biggest of the year and. And I don't know. We had, know, we had uh, a couple coaches. They were all over the place with the older boys. The game went over late. So I don't coach, so I don't uh, coach my, uh, my kid's my, team. My and team. he's like, hey, Jim, like, I need Jim, you in the dugout. I've got to come coach. Dude, I had slides had on slides and everything. On and I had to coach two, two straight games back to back and slides on the turf. I was, everyone started calling me coach slides and everything. It was a rough day for me. Oh, dude. So something like that happened to me. This was when I was just a coach, though. I was just a coach, and I didn't have my tennis shoes. They were, like, out in the car. I was watching my friend coach in Sandusky, Ohio. And the director's like, hey, this guy's getting sick. Go coach first. And I'm like, what? I'm in Crocs. (laughs) And they got this picture of me standing there with Crocs. And, bro, my kids roasted me. They were like, It could be worse. On the spot. I didn't want to be there. Aren't you worried that your Crocs are going to burn to the turf? No, they're forty four ninety nine. Dude, yeah, forty four ninety nine. Why am I worried about that? No, hey, he's not lying, dude. My kid wanted up down in Panama City. Uh, they had the Croc uh, the store the on the boardwalk, and my kid, he's always my a slides guy, and all, all the kids got Crocs down there. He's like, I need a pair of Crocs. I'm like, fine, you know, I'll go twenty dollar, you know, buy you a pair of twenty dollar Crocs, dude. They're fifty dollars now. Yeah. Those, those things are fifty. Those things are 50 I swear to God, they used to be twenty dollars like five years ago. Oh yeah, they did. But hey, Crocs don't need to sponsor me though. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I love it. I got it. camo. I got rainbow. I got blue, gray, white. Whatever you need, bro. I got. Do you have the little buttons yeah, that go it. in the little holes <laughs> too? You got the little baseball buttons? Yeah, I got the buttons. <laughs> I got buttons, baby. I got the 
you my butt. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Oh. I love it. Jeez. Oh, man. That's this great. went off the that rails. We went off the rails. I got one. No, in a good way. In a good way. I love it. This is what it's all about. This is how we do it here. We're going to get back to one last question for you here. All right. So this one's not as funny not and everything. This is, this is a real question here. It so probably could no be. No cracks questions here. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. You're right, you're right. So the last question we ask all our guests here, um, what's one moment for you that you will never forget when it comes to travel baseball? Um, you know, whether it's a game, whether it's a certain kid or a certain moment you had, whatever it may be, what's that one moment that you'll never forget when it comes to travel baseball? Man, that puts me in a pickle. Just one? You can, you can give us two if you got two, but no more than two. No we don't allow don't anything, allow more, than anything more than two. Um, I mean, if I had to just narrow it to one, it would it would ha- it would have to be winning my first tournament as a head coach. Nice. So, um, it was actually where were we? We were in uh, Pigeon Forge, and you know we hadn't won. By hadn't won anything at that point down there and i had a solid little 12u group um actually they they used to be known uh the ohio valley nationals i had a lot of those kids and and we were dominant man and we had fun um just put into one moment man i just that's tough yeah i mean any man yeah that that would be the highlight is my first my first ring oh hang on a lot my first ring was with my cousins too. So those two moments. I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my first, my first big win out of town would that would have been it, and then my first champion, you know, U trip in the backyard, right? You know, right. ring. So, but yeah, winning that one in Pigeon Forge was really special, man. That was a special group, and and I enjoyed it. That's awesome, and That's I, awesome. I, I mean, yeah. that's where it started, right? The love for it and all. And I know I put you on the spot here because you're always a positive guy, guy and you have all these memories here. So I knew you. I wasn't going to get any like certain story about a certain kid because I know you love all your guys the same and everything like that. So, but I appreciate that. That's you know that's what got it going for you. And look at your knowledge. That's awesome. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. It's been a blast. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, this, man. I this was a lot, this, man. Of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Lot of laughs. We want you on again, we man, again, especially when the season especially starts getting rolling. Um, uh, definitely get you on a couple times here to talk about what you got going on. Just talk baseball, and I'll see you down in Elizabethtown, and maybe we'll do a live interview or something over there. Hey, I'm here for all those things, man. With awesome. Crocs and everything. We appreciate you, man. Appreciate like you, I said, man. stay in touch. We'll get you on again. With Crocs and everything. Yeah. With Crocs and all, baby. Crocs yeah, and all. We're going to get you uh, Midwest, Midwest baseball, baseball rings. rings. Crocs. We're going we're gonna to do them up. We're going we're gonna to make it I'll look I'll rock good. them out of style, big dog. Until yeah. <laughs> the Done. rubber burns off. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> well, we appreciate you hopping on, man. Uh, you know, guys, go check out Baseball Youth. Check out Athletics. Uh, is it BaseballYouth.com or? Yeah, baseballyouth.com. They can nominate their athlete uh, for the All-American Games. We have six locations uh, over about six weeks. Awesome. And, awesome. and you guys, and, and you reach guys, out to them if you have questions or anything. You guys just heard this you interview, how awesome this, how outspoken and, and, you know, willing to talk to, to, talk anyone, to anyone, um, that, you know, that these guys are. It's, it's unbelievable how the support you guys give. So, you know, reach out to them. I guarantee you they'll help you out. Um, anything that you guys need. So, um, we're looking forward to, you know, watching what you guys do this year and, and, uh, for the years to come. And we'll be in touch for sure. 
All right, Jim and Andrew, I appreciate you guys. No doubt, man. We'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. See you, man.